Welcome to the Big Fucking Feelings Podcast, a show on how to use psychology to process your emotions, train your brain, and deal with being a human. And now, me, your host, psychology major, corporate badass, and certified life coach, Michelle Kevill. Hello, everyone. I hope you are well. And if not, at least you are here. I have got you. So I cannot believe I'm recording this now. It is November and the time you receive this, it'll be December. I cannot believe how crazy this year has been. And I thought how great coming up to the holidays to talk about setting boundaries with family, especially at this time of year. So I've been wanting to do this episode for a while. As you know, I come from a very big Maltese family and my partner is Italian and Turkish. So if you want to conceptualize my life, really think of the movie My Big Fat Greek Wedding, which I know is a bit of a stereotype, but I literally saw that as a child and was like, I feel seen and heard. (laughs) And because of that, I have actually learned the process of setting clear boundaries, even way before thought work. I know how to do it and I realize it's actually a really good strength of mine. And I actually don't feel bad at all about them. There is no guilt and I'm going to tell you why. This is because the biggest drama or fear around boundary setting with family is to really do with two things. One. How are we going to feel before, during, and after we set the boundary? And two, their reaction. So I'm going to teach you how to manage these things in this episode. So why create boundaries if we have thought work? To put it in extreme terms, really, sometimes it is for our safety. And a lot of our boundaries, I would say, are actually unspoken. Like if I walk down the street and someone punches me, that's a boundary that has been crossed. And going against that boundary means you will have a consequence applied. So really all of us have boundaries that we don't even think about. They are just there in a place, just like unconscious boundaries. And obviously you're not going to do thought work when it comes to your safety. (laughs) And now you don't have to set a boundary for everything. You can choose what do I want to do thought work on and think differently or sit with? And what am I clear cut? No, I want to set a boundary on. So when you come to setting boundaries or you're trying to figure out what level it is, you know deep inside you what you want to do. So you need to ask yourself, is this circumstance something I want to change my thoughts around Or is this a boundary I want to put in place? Because what I consider a boundary might be someone else's thought work. So for example, my own boundary that I set with my family is that you don't drop over to my house unannounced. You need to give me some notice. Now, for some people that might be totally fine. They don't even see it as an issue. And for others, they might just want to do some thought work around it. Another way to figure out If this is something you want to set a boundary on, imagine this was your friend telling you, oh my God, my family drop over unannounced. Like, what would you say to them? Because that is coming from 
like inside you, your inner like wants and needs. Past all the bullshit thoughts about, oh, but what if they think this and what if this happens? Now, if all of that is coming up to you, all those thoughts, if when you think of that boundary that you are potentially wanting to set and you feel bad or you try to rationalize to yourself as to why you should be okay with this and do thought work on it, it's very likely a boundary that you want to set. Because putting new boundaries are challenging. And here's the thing, you know, like, I don't know how to explain it, but you know deep down in your soul what you want to do. But if you're feeling afraid to do it, then it is really likely something that you probably want to set as a boundary. But you've got all these thoughts caught up in it and your brain's like, no, don't do it. This is danger. Let me pull you back in. And this brings me on to my next topic, which is guilt. This is the killer. So I'm going to tackle this from a a purely emotions feeling perspective and also a culture perspective. From the perspective of my experience of growing up in an ethnic Mediterranean family, being available, close-knit and doing what the family wants, being the good girl or son is the norm carrying on the family tradition and way of life that is expected and on top of that if you are from migrant families there is a lot of guilt associated for the actions that our parents and grandparents took to get us to where we are now so my grandfather is one of nine and lost four of his very young brothers and sisters as babies before the time he was eight years old in Malta to various diseases due to the fact that the Nazis were blocking off supplies and there was a war going on. And a lot of us would potentially have this story where our families have literally lived through poverty or war and have worked tirelessly for our family, for our future. In a way, it can almost feel like survivor's guilt. Like, how can I have it this fucking easy? How can I be sitting here getting upset that my Uber is late? How can I not be okay with being told what to do from my family? So we have this cultural belief ingrained in us and this survivor guilt that can make it really challenging to place a boundary. Because in a way... Are you therefore, by placing that boundary, distancing, distancing, dist- oh my God, separating yourself from your family and disrespecting everything that they went through to basically almost give you this life? Hence the guilt and the shame, because now you're on the out group. You are doing the opposite of what you've been taught. And there's also some belief based on what I've seen in Western society is that we should be wanting to see our family like the happy Xmas movie filled with lightheartedness and we're all cracking jokes and we're playing Monopoly and everything is just so funny and oh my god it's just so peaceful and literally I would say the holidays are actually where like the worst part of people come out as in families and childhood experiences also impact how we interact with our families 
It's so interesting. If you have ever lived away from home and, you know, now you're adults and then you get together, how suddenly everyone starts to almost fit into these roles of who you are and your place in the family, which can bring up a lot of negative thoughts, feelings, and then it's almost like like characters from a movie almost. Like if you were the black sheep of the family, then suddenly you've gone back into that role and it can bring up a lot of stuff. And then we sometimes, you know, arguments can happen and it's just like, oh my God, it's a whole thing all over again. So you have this developed belief system from your internal family culture, from Western society and also childhood experiences. And they're almost all fighting against each other. And it's causing almost this turmoil in you. Like, I don't want to see my family because of this, but also I should love my family because of blah, blah, blah. So placing a boundary, again, it it can be very loaded for us. There's a lot of emotion there. So here's the trick. You need to work to accept that either way, whether you set the boundary or you don't, you are going to feel shit. If you don't set a boundary and you do the thing and you let it happen, you will feel shit. And if you do set the boundary, you will have guilt and shame and you will feel shit. (laughs) Because as you know, everything is determined by our thoughts. And either way, you're going to have negative thoughts both ways. Setting the boundary, it's like we'll change the circumstance, you know, like we'll we'll change. This will be how we feel better. And it's not. It all comes down to our thoughts. So if you do two unintentional models of the thoughts when you do set the boundary and when you don't set the boundary, I want you to look at the results because they really are the same. And that is because you're in the same headspace of resentment. So from that, how do we set a boundary and stick to it? First, you've got to figure out your boundaries. Again, if you're rationalizing them or feeling fear around the thought of doing that thing, it's likely a boundary that you need to set. Remember, your limbic system is seeing this as being exiled from the tribe and then you're not going to have food and then you're going to die. It does not know that you live in the 21st century and you can get Uber Eats. (laughs) You also don't have to tell people your boundary. It could be silent. Like if your aunt Gail starts going on about you getting married, maybe you decide you're going to walk away to a different area, different set of people, have a conversation with them. Now, yes, you can have silent boundaries. However, what I've seen in myself and in my own clients is that you do have to sometimes with these harder boundaries, be verbal and actually state the boundary, especially if you have big families like mine. So what you need to do is you need to write out clearly and plainly what your boundary is maybe it is if you talk about you know me having a baby or my weight then I'm going to politely ask you to stop and if you continue then I will leave or you can call me you know one times a day if you continue to call I'm not going to answer you write it out and you keep it super factual and here is the key do not get involved in other people's mind mess. And when I say mind mess, I mean their models. And that is why it is so hard to put in boundaries because we think and we have been taught that we cause other people's reactions. And we're hoping that the person who has always been this way 
will magically be like, oh, sure, like I will stop doing the thing. And look, sometimes they are. But I would say most times they're like, wait, you want me to stop coming over? I don't see anything wrong with coming over unannounced. Like I'm your mother. They're the ones that think like you're weird. Like why are you imposing this on me? And then what I see happen is people are entering each other's mind myths. Like they're just going into each other's sinkholes. Because if I put it simply, they have thoughts and emotions from what you said and you have thoughts and emotions of what they have said in response to what you said. And then you're both likely trying to convince each other why each person is right and then you just end up getting angry and all this negative emotion appears. There is no need to do that. The only reason either person is doing this is because you and they think if I change the circumstance, then I'll feel better or I'll do the thing I usually do. So if I can convince, so the person you're trying to set the boundary with, if I can convince them to be okay with this, then I will feel better about it and vice versa. If I convince them that what they're saying is crazy, then like I won't have to deal with all these feelings and like this boundary. So what you need to do is you do not enter the mental drama. I'm not saying you be a robot. I'm saying treat the person's reaction almost as a three-year-old asking to eat raw chicken. Like a kid does not understand if it eats raw chicken, it will die. It's annoying, but they're just going to cry it out. And you don't hate the kid necessarily for doing that. Like you might get frustrated, but you know that like the kid just doesn't understand at this point, like you're going to get a bug and you're going to die. You can't eat raw chicken. When or if you feel certain emotions, especially when it comes to family or close friends, remember they know you. And I guess for lack of a better term or word here, they can push your buttons. Like they know what can make you tick. You just need to let it be and state the boundary. You cannot come over unless you give me X notice. This is my boundary and I don't like unexpected guests. And here's the thing, you can be honest. Like I genuinely hate random guests. (laughs) Even before I started my business, if you know me, I always need notice for events. I hate last minute, let's hang out. Excuse me, I plan my fun-filled day of naps and video games. I have to mentally prepare for events. I don't know what it is, it's just me. It's the same with my partner. We just like to know what is ahead of time and plan things out. So now we've got to do an intentional model of how we want to feel when we go to set this boundary. And it's going to be different from your unintentional model. It's coming from a place of love, not resentment or hate. And you'll see this from your action line. Then guess what? Once you do that, you've got to actually do the thing, which is set the boundary. And it's going to be really hard at first. But it is ultimately the best thing for you because you think it's the best thing for you. So when my grandfather was sick, I was dealing with my own mental health and physical health problems. And I had to pull back massively out of helping my family um, take care of him. Now that did ruffle a few feathers. People did understood, but remember, this is, you know, my grandfather's dying. It's obviously a lot of heated emotion at the time. And, you know, I understood why they had their own thoughts about it. But it is because I pulled out and I set 
that boundary that I was able to ultimately be there for them at a much more competent level. And if I'm honest, sometimes it does get people to realize what life is like when they're not relying on you all the time. Like they have to think outside the box. This isn't about not helping people in need. It's about taking care of you and putting your oxygen mask on first before others. And to do this, you need to embrace the discomfort and the uncomfortableness that you are going to feel when you set a boundary. Teach your nervous system that this isn't a threat. It is a new skill of boundary making that you are learning. So quick recap, figure out what you want to do thought work on and what you want to set a boundary on. Anything that feels uneasy if you wanted to set it as a boundary and if really deep down, like you know you want to set it as a boundary. It's very likely going to be a boundary that you set. Write that boundary out cleanly and clearly of what you want. Realize how a lot of your belief system around family and some of those negative thoughts you have about setting that boundary is coming from culture and our society. Don't get into the trap of entering people's mind drama. Leave that aside and work out how do you want to actually feel when you set the boundary. Do you want to feel like it's coming from a place of resentment or do you want it to come from a place of love? Because that is going to just feel and be so much better. So take this episode, go the fuck out there and set your boundaries. All right. Take care, everyone. Hey, are you feeling super overwhelmed on the weekend? You just cannot stop thinking about work and you really wish there was an off button. Well, you should sign up for my five-day challenge, how to disconnect from work and enjoy your weekend again in a way that actually works for you, not against you. Doom scrolling on social media or binging Netflix, that's a thing of the past. I'm going to teach you a secret that I only share with my one-on-one clients that I'll be sharing for free in this challenge. Over the next five days, we're going to go through why you keep worrying, how to handle the top three most common weekend worries, and a step-by-step guide on how to get you out of anxiety and back into calm so you can truly enjoy your time off. Link is in the show notes below to sign up. We start on Wednesday, the 22nd of November. I'll see you there.